What's up? What's up, everybody? This your girl, <laughs> Carmel Appleshot, a.k.a. Uh, Motor City Oprah May. We are back for <laughs> Views from the Thick, episode four. Um, yeah, I am joined by two special guests here today. I want you two to introduce yourselves, May. I am Lisa, a.k.a. I Love Coke and Dick. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> and uh, what up, though? It's Jay Johnson uh, from Shop Talk Podcast. All righty. So, <laughs> so yesterday we uh, we along with two other losers who are not here today had an event called um, Battle of the Sexes, and uh, it was very interesting. Like very good turnout. Shout out to everybody that was able to make it out and participate. It was uh, some very good dialogue. Some very good. Uh, conversations and some very interesting people in the audience that Definitely. just really kept yes. me entertained <laughs> for show, <sure>, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we jump into that, though, uh, you know, as a quick introduction, I just want to do my shot five because we got so caught up into it in my last episode, I completely forgot to do a shot five with the guys for um, Black in the Day. So um, just for my shot five today, uh, touching on kind of what we're going to be talking about later with Battle of the Sexes, just give me five things that you look for in a significant other. Oh, you want me to start? If you want to. Ladies first. Okay. Five things I look for in a guy. Intelligence. Responsible. He has to have goals. He has to be ambitious. Uh, Good penis. Hey. Yes. That's a definite. (laughs) I can respect that, Liz. (laughs) Um, I need uh, someone with um, a bit of a sense of humor. Um. A financially responsible, um, you can't make but it's poor decisions. Um, trustworthy, because trust is very important in any relationship. Uh, we definitely have to have some sexual chemistry, because uh, I want to be with you for quite some time. <laughs> um, and the fifth one is you have to have some sort of relationship. Uh, you got to bow down to something greater than yourself. So whatever that is. Uh, whatever religious background you want to do, but you need to bow down to something greater than yourself. Mm. Those are all good. That definitely, yeah. Okay, so uh, my five, my first one for sure is humor. Like, you have to make me laugh. Like, oh my god, because I I play all day. Like, I'm a joke, and if you, <laughs> so I'm a joke. Like, I just take so much shit that like I probably should take serious, and I don't. And I apologize, but I really don't. But <laughs> I just really like having a sense of humor is a big thing to me. Like, you cannot just be just dead all right. the time. Like, oh. I, that is so important to me. Sexual chemistry is damn near just as important to me as humor, also because if we don't have a good sexual chemistry. Love. How about mm. how about laughter during sex? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's fun Definitely. sex. Fun, like, fun uh-huh. sex. Oh goodness, that is <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love to have a good time. Like when we have sex, like enjoying, you know, talking shit to each other. Mm-hmm. That's always good. Loyalty. Like just as long as I know that you always in my corner. Like I never have to question anything about you. That is absolutely like one of the most important things you can give me. Um, drive. Like you know, anybody can talk about the shit they want to do in life, but if you're not actually really taking the actual steps to do it, like you know, I understand like. 
like life don't always go as we plan it to. But mm-hmm. if you're doing something where I can see like, okay, well, I know, you know, you ain't in the exact position to get all of those things, but you're still doing things that make me feel like you kind of going to mm-hmm. get there one day, then that's okay. Amen. That's okay. And then also responsibility, like, because, you know, we all adults at the end of the day, like, you know, we got to be responsible and know when it's a time to play and it's a time to not and get our shit together and get shit done. So Absolutely. Those are my five. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We all sound irresponsible. I know. Shit. <laughs> what? What? No ratchet shit out here. <laughs> right. Like, um, he got to take care of my kids and get my nails and shit done. He got to bring me Rellos. Right. And he come home. <laughs> bring a 1 7 home. Yeah. <laughs> and a pint of Remy, you know. <laughs> Give me some bundles. Yeah. I might have to throw a number six. You might have to drink some dark liquor from time to time. Oh, hell oh, no. Oh, I drink dark liquor. That's fine. Oh. Look, Hennessy sex is the best. No, okay. Let me let me take that back. Hennessy sex is is one of the I don't want to say my to favorite. As Henny dick. Yes, Henny dick is undefeated, but nothing tops wine sex. What? Mm. Wine sex is undefeated. That wine sex that is the best sex I've ever had in my life. Off of some so drunk when you wine. were on yeah you or him or her or what both. Like both, all three, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I mean, like both. I mean, like me and that one person, yeah. not like me and them two. Like, well, like three. so, like a guy. You know, he made the wine is it. Like you can get drunk off wine, yeah, but have I enough don't feel of it. the yep. same yeah. way on wine as I do on some Remy or on yeah. some. But have you had like a wine? Have you had wine sex? Absolutely. And you did you you know? I mean, I'm gonna enjoy myself. Anyway. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes you can you know. Different drinks give you a different type of buzz. Mm-hmm. Like light shit have me like hyper. Yes. Um, dark yep. liquor have me like a more tequila. mellow. Oh. And then wine, you know, it be. Mm-hmm. See, set I, the mood. Wine can't set the mood. Wine definitely gets you there. Like I have, like you said, when I drink white, I be like hype. Like we probably, it's going to be a minute before we had sex. Like that ain't on my mind if I'm drinking some white liquor. Yeah. Like Hennessy goes Straight to my sexual organs. Like, we drinking Hennessy. We are having sex, like, soon. See, that's how I am with tequila, though. Really? As soon as, if I take one shot, it just goes straight. Yeah. Yeah. I am that way with Hennessy. Like, it's just something about it. Like, I can, like you said, it's, and it's not even a lot that I need. You, Hennessy, and me? One at the yep. day, so you that's, that's shit. That's that, shit. Hey, hey, it be like that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but wine, wine is a more fun time, too, though, because, first of all, wine don't hit you as fast as, like, actual liquor. So y'all still, you know, enjoying each other. And then when it starts to, like, set in a little bit, you, like, you know, you feeling it. And it's like a mellow yeah. look. It uh, creep up on you because you don't know. Yeah. You don't realize how much you didn't drunk. Yeah, you fuck around. Be like, let, you know, let's get another glass. You be like, damn, the bottle go. Wine hangovers so. are the worst, though. I've never had one. Oh, they are the absolute worst. Tequila hangovers. She though. drinks a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> she I've a lot never, of everything. I've never had a wine hangover, and I think that's probably why. Like, if me and my, you know, when I have a bay, if we have like a night in, and it's like, you know, let's get a bottle of wine. I'd be like, cool, because I know tomorrow we're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. But some fucking tequila, like Patron. I used to drink tequila so often, but now I. Pop the little shit off and sniff it. I'm like, oh, I can smell that. I can smell that headache tomorrow. Make me want to go as soon as I smell. Yep, as soon as I smell, I can just be like, oh no, I don't want to smell that shit in my throw up tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, those are. I don't know. I love wild sex, high sex. Like when you off weed, that's not bad. Which, I was gonna say which kind of high? Just we, we have to ask because I'm in the room. <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your what's your social media handle? 
<laughs> well, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how true that is. We'll have to talk after. Okay. After the yep. Yeah. There we go. You're gonna have to put some uh <laughs> some sound effects to her stuff. <laughs> right. I got some sound effects. Like <laughs> I just look at it like this. Like I am very exper- ex- uh, experimental. So as long as I don't think I'm gonna die from something, I'll try it. Yes, bruv. Amen. <laughs> Woo. Oh no. I'm not that experimental. I'm not either. Like I would it would have to be like some Crazy shit Be like shit, okay I don't even smoke weed so. What? Yeah Nope Oh He talk about that all the time He don't oh. smoke Yeah I don't know There are a few things That are just completely off limits Like crack I would <laughs> never do yeah. crack I would never do heroin <laughs> I would never do crystal meth oh. Like anything like that mm-hmm. But Anything outside of that well, yeah, I understand Mm-hmm I don't know if I'm that brave. Yeah, I'm not. Like I, we I, in an edible. Like that's 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 my experimental. Is like a, a edibles are about as strong as you can get. Edibles yeah, they are fucking crazy. But see, and then too, it depends because like a lot of people like they just be thinking like the biggest weed has like I can take an edible ain't shit. I'd be like, look, I don't give a fuck who you think you are. You really have to approach them with caution because you never yeah, know. So yeah, I'm not fucking with none because. <laughs> Seeing as I don't even smoke, I'm eating, mm-hmm. I fuck around and I fuck around and trip out. Yeah, you, you fuck like, around and be in the hospital. A tenth, a tenth of an edible, mm-hmm. so don't yeah. be want to be like, oh, I'm gonna eat the whole cookie. You will be dead. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people be thinking they got something to prove. Like, oh, I'm gonna just man, this ain't shit, but a little brownie. Like, all right, man, that little brownie put you on your whole ass. We used to do a party <laughs> bus every Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and these girls got on there and they had some edibles and. Everything was cool, and then they started throwing up everywhere mm, and oh ruined shit. the whole bus. It was like, yeah. The fucked up thing about and went edibles to the hospital. is because yeah, people fuck up is because usually edibles are you either get like a really nasty ass edible where all you can taste is weed, or you get an edible that's just good as fuck that you forget is even weed in it, and that's the problem. Like people be eating it because like my uh. My homeboy, uh, Stagdo, he had made me some, he made some cookies, mm-hmm. and they were so fucking, oh cook, my so god, yeah, like- right, <laughs> man, them damn cookies was so damn good, I gotta, uh, I wanna bring him on the show too one day, but they were so damn good, and I was eating it, and I was like, damn, okay, that's pretty good, before I knew it, it was like, I had like a nice size of the cookie, like, well, gosh, but it didn't fuck, it didn't like, <laughs> it didn't fuck me up though, because like, I when I realized, I was like, okay, like, I should, you know, and I had like, had, ate some real food, and I was like, drinking water and shit at the same time, so I, I had a nice high, but I wasn't like, I didn't feel like I overdid it, but I feel like if I wasn't, I love it chocolate chip over. cookies, you give me a chocolate chip wig cookie, you fucking ruin the experience for me, because I'm gonna want to eat the cookie, because yeah. I'm gonna eat the whole thing, and mm-hmm. fuck around and die, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and Heart he, my chest. Was, it was like a strawberry cookie too, Ooh. that shit was so good, and he had like some lemon ones too, and I wanted to try the lemon ones, he was like, no, he was like, get the strawberry, he's like, the strawberry one is the one that's been selling out. I ate that shit. It was amazing. I can only imagine what his other shit that he make tastes yeah. like. Like even without the weed, with them cookies was good as hell. I'm just gonna stay away from those. I'm not trying to die like that. <laughs> yeah, like I uh the edibles that I typically used to get when I would get them are like they were like little Jolly Ranchers mm-hmm. or like also like this one that looked like a Hershey bar. 
And then it was like the individual pieces, like Ooh. you break off. But even still, the little individual was pieces, strong as you hell. need to break yes. that in half or like in four. I had that shit. Like, I loved Hershey. Yeah. I loved Hershey. You bars love chocolate. It like, sound like yeah. I fuck around and uh. Mm. <laughs> nope. It was like a long. It was like a Hershey bar, but yeah, then it, it like comes. Yep. And then uh-huh. you break off the pieces, and then because I <laughs> I had a birthday party last year, and I had a couple of them, and then my homeboy that I got them from, he was like, "Look, this is what I'm gonna tell you." He's like, "If you had these bitches laying out." your party and you see somebody grab it tell them to break that piece off and split that shit with somebody else do not eat that whole little bar but that yeah that Girl. little piece will have you right Chapo did one of those a uh, little piece of it mm-hmm. before we went on the flight to Vegas mid-flight he started screaming oh my god we're gonna die mm. oh my god sweating shaking so of course because he's foreign everyone's looking like what the fuck <laughs> so the flight attendant comes over and she's like is he okay I'm like oh he's just afraid of heights like mm-hmm. it'll be okay so I hug him like if you don't shut the fuck up I am going to kill you yeah cause yeah. like once you got like a little tan skin and black shiny oh, hair yeah. you could be damn near anything oh so they like uh what the fuck and literally like we were halfway through the flight and that guy who was like maybe one row up from us he stared at Chapo the entire rest of the flight oh he's ready to jump in oh yeah yeah. he's ready he's like he would have went to the bathroom it would have been off (laughs) waiting on some shit to pop (laughs) up so ever since then I'm not fucking with that chocolate bar oh yeah fuck all of that Mm -mm. Mm -mm. but um <laughs> so have uh have y'all seen these damn Terrence Howard memes, man? <laughs> and they keep <laughs> So I guess the backstory on this shit is the fact that um Terrence Howard has said that they uh either he was supposed to be originally cast as Dom in the Fast and Furious uh series or they contacted him for the role or something. I can't even remember like the specifics of it, but it's like the internet really went crazy as soon as they heard about the shit and they done put this <laughs> main because y'all know Terrence Howard says main in every damn movie. Like they done made all it's kinds my trademark of- main. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like some of these ones I'm seeing on Instagram, they got him on the da- photoshopped on damn Martin Luther King face and they say, I had a dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the internet is just so funny. They got him on uh <laughs> anchor man to say anchor main the legend of ron burgundy they like, got him main on the moon <laughs> <laughs> like this is hilarious this is so funny romaine lettuce <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to look at these wait this is huh? oh, the one with uh they got him photoshopped on will smith somehow how come he don't want me main <laughs> oh, did y'all see the gucci main <laughs> oh my god oh with the uh, with the tattoos <laughs> oh my I, I now pronounce you main and wife <laughs> they got him on Elsa said do you want to build a snowman you know what <laughs> <laughs> man this is hilarious the Papa John's one is funny man all my life oh, I had wow. to did you see the Charlemagne the guy oh <laughs> They photoshopped no, him. Oh, man. Seagull. I did not see that one. This shit is hilarious. <gasps> this is my favorite one because this is like my favorite song. Hope never slacking, man. Zipping in a black range. Faster than a red ghost. Getting ghosts with Pac-Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They got him photoshopped in the video. Oh, the one from uh, The Saw. Say, man. You want to play a game, man? <laughs> yes. I seen that one earlier. 
This Simba went crazy. Simba, man, you doubly diso- disobey my your boy, man. Oh man, they got him on Ric Flair, a hey, man. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, no, he fooled. <laughs> yeah, that shout shit out is to the internet and Photoshop and just oh. some creatives out there on the internet. Man. And they are quick as fuck. Yes, with it too. it'd be crazy, like especially like some shit that happened on um on like an award show or something. As <laughs> soon like the shit can happen. Like remember when uh. Rich Homie Quan had fucked up them Biggie lyrics. Immediately. He was still, they were still performing <laughs> and shit was, <laughs> shit was sti- already on the internet. Like oh, all man. type of memes and gifts. Like they was lighting his ass up for a minute. But you ain't really heard about him for real since like that. He just mm-hmm. released a project a couple months ago, but nobody cared. Nobody gave. Not one damn. I heard he was like an Uber driver now. Wow. <laughs> or a Lyft driver. That's fucked up, man. No, that's uh, what's the dude from Chicago? The singer. Roscoe Dash or somebody. Oh, oh yeah, no, that was him. That yeah. was him. Yeah. Yeah, Uber driver. Shit, all of them mm-hmm. look the same. Yeah, that's crazy. And that used to he used to be out there for a minute. Like Roscoe Dash. What was them other guys? I always used to get. But he, no, he came out like, yeah, nigga, I do this shit. Wow. Like nigga, I get I get money mm-hmm. everywhere. Shit, fuck I'm you. not mad at him. Get it how you live, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> get it how you live. But speaking of new projects, though, uh, this Big Sean is double or nothing. I fuck with it. Hell fuck I it. like it mm-hmm. a lot. I really do. And um every track. Yeah. I it was it. I was kind of upset it was only ten songs. Like I'm good with ten songs. But see, that's the I'm okay. Ten songs is a good amount, but I wish it would have been more just because there's so many damn projects that came out this year with like fifty eleven songs and that shit was dumb. But this was actually a good project and it was short. I'm cool because you know, technically he dropped what well, he dropped the, his album in January at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So he gave us a full body of work. Mm-hmm. And nowadays you can't like just drop one item. So at the end, he gave us another 10 quick songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened to it all the way through like three I times. I did too. Yeah, I listened to it. I didn't really mm-hmm. want to skip nothing. So. No. Mm-mm. And uh, what I do like that stood out to me was two things for sure on this album is how, you know, maybe like a week or so ago, Detroit Twitter, I, I have to con- make sure I put that out there that it was Detroit Twitter because, yes, we, if y'all aren't familiar, we do have our own separate Twitter. Like, Detroit Twitter is a real thing. But... <laughs> Uh, they were kind of like dragging Big Sean a little mm-hmm. bit, saying that uh, he don't really put on for Detroit artists. He don't really show no support. And then they kind of was, you know, talking a lot of shit because I guess uh, Cash Dow and him had took a picture at a Pistons game not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And she posted it, but he didn't post it on her page. And they like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you know, he could at least give her a shout out. This is it. Not knowing. Did she got a whole ass song on his. You, you see know? what she posted mm-hmm. today? No, I didn't see she it. She posted that same picture, and she was like, whole time, y'all ain't know we had a whole bang. The same thing you just said, she was mm-hmm. like, whole time, y'all ain't know we had a bang. We just had to keep it on the low. Right. Which, I mean, hey, in that song, I feel like she was the perfect person to pick for that song because the song, like, I've never been, like, and I, it's nothing against Cash Down, but it's just, like, it's certain I haven't gotten really a chance to, like, really get into her music, like, really take the time to invest into her songs. Mm-hmm. But the songs that I have heard and, like, really was like, let me listen to this shit real quick. I'm like, damn. She I need to shit. look. Yeah, she do. She talked mm-hmm. that shit. And then, so... When I heard this song and I heard what he was talking about, I was like, oh, I know she about to fuck this up. I had that shit on repeat, did. like, mm-hmm. all yes. Friday. I could not uh-huh. stop listening to it. I think this is the best song she's been a part yes. of. Yes, this was a very, very good body of work. And I'm pretty excited. Like, you know, that it's two Detroit artists. You got a female. And then you got him. She about to get introduced into, like, a whole different little 
you know, audience mm-hmm. too. Like they're gonna be like, damn, okay, we need to listen to like people who haven't listened to her before are gonna be like, oh, let me check her out. She already got a she got two million followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? not saying nice that that is like the barometer of success or anything, yeah. but apparently people already follow and checking for you. So then mm-hmm. once she booked the personality they like and follow, you hear them on something that the masses deem as good, yeah. then you put a little bit more credence into it. And mm-hmm. hey man, more power to it. And I think she executed the record flawlessly because yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. her words come out not as clear mm-hmm. but everything on this one was was perfect yeah that's yeah. the everybody song bang though yeah that that song like it's a couple songs prior to that that i had kind of heard mm-hmm. but i kept hearing snippets from that for everybody i was like let me listen to this shit yeah. and i went and i listened to her i was like god damn like she is really good like i really like her and mm-hmm. it see like i don't know if she has writers or nothing like that but it seemed like that she she you know makes this shit like i feel like she write her shit mm-hmm. and that she i mean but i don't know you never know who write that shit the rum, that, the rum in my money joint i love that it's shit it's a classic like, she yeah, and Body I hear that, that shit, shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but this Big Sean shit is the mm. that was think her best verse that I've heard her on. Yeah, the Run Me My Money. But this mm-hmm. is her best song. This oh, is yeah. a good song. Mm-hmm. Like. This is good. And This is good for the city. I like to see you know that they both came together and they put together like a real good ass piece of work. Because I mean, I'm trying to think of like when the last time like two really big like Detroit artists really put out some shit that you know Eminem and Trick Trick. Welcome to Detroit. That's about it. Like when so was really I like think that's all we had. And how long ago was that? Shit, has been. That's been at least ten years. Eh? That's old. Eminem, when he did that, I didn't necessarily like the song. Honestly, no. the Detroit vs. Everybody song. It had oh yeah, him and, and Dage yeah. and like yeah. it, it meant something, but I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily like the song or the beat. Yeah, they tried a video for it, everything. Yeah. But. <laughs> But it's, it's, it kind of like came and went because it's like ain't nobody yeah. really listen to that shit now. And I feel like this song, like this is going to be around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's gonna be, this I hope. do for her like it did with the Big Shine and Nicki song. Yes. The mm-hmm. ass, ass, ass. I think yeah. it will. I can imagine this is going to be a dope ass visual. I hope they make a video. Like I I couldn't imagine that they wouldn't because I feel like this is probably like one of the more popular songs on this album. Like a lot of people they keep did a posting photo about shoot. it. I'm assuming that because, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm assuming that y'all got the cameras out. Y'all might as well shoot a video. Might as well. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a nice-ass video. And then um, also, too, the very last song on the album, I was already listening to it. And then I wasn't even paying attention to really, like, the names of the songs or, like, how far I was down in the album. I had it just playing. And then all of a sudden I get to the last damn album. I mean, the last song on the album. And I hear the shit, the beat start, and I lost my mind. He sampled Strawberry Letter 23 by the Brothers Johnson. Oh, my God. I love that beat Love, love, love And then when I heard It's like the first 25 seconds How it was sampled Was just flawless I love that song It's called um, No Hearts, No Love Yeah, that's the same joint If I'm not If I'm not If we talking about the same one That The Game did On his album he did a joint with him and Busta Rhymes using mm-hmm. that same sample and I, yes. as soon as I heard I love that shit. I love that damn song that I always said that because I want to eventually get into producing I said that's going to be like the first song I sample like I love it and I always say like I want to hear Rick somebody need to sample that beat for Rick Ross and let Rick Ross rap over mm-hmm. it. like I just feel like that would just be dope I don't know why I just always had that feeling but yeah Big Sean definitely gave us a, a hot project this week so um yesterday <laughs> At Battle of the Sexes, there were a couple things that kind of like stood out to me that uh, 
that we talked about um, throughout the games. Like, I know we played, like, the Gimme Five. I was really, really shocked when uh, they asked the old girl, Gimme Five athletes that have shoes or something. Mm-hmm. And I think she only got, like, three. three. Yeah. And I was like, you could have literally named the first five athletes that came to your mind and they probably all have mm-hmm. shoes because like it was this i was like any of the big names okay give me, all right give me 10 right now 10 yeah okay michael jordan Allen iverson Shaq, kobe steph curry tracy mcgrady um did i say shaquille o'neal mm-hmm. okay um grant hill lebron james um gary payton and penny perfect I take that. <laughs> that was dope. I put I you on the spot. I was waiting for the pennies. Like, come on, you get the phones. Yeah. Is like the phone positive. Anybody, like, I mean, shit, you got like, uh, who else? Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. Like, it was a I lot of Hershey people. Ha- Hershey Hawkins had some fucking <laughs> shoes. <laughs> shit, Tim Hardaway. Um, Spreewell. Spreewell. Yeah. Anybody. Starberry. Yeah. Oh, God. Dwayne Wade. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. You ain't even mm-hmm. say your man Carmelo. Uh, you know, I don't Paul. like how they do him with his shoes. Yeah, I do not like, weak. I never like Carmelo's shoes unless it's like a sweet ass colorway of a Jordan that is like this, the Mellow yeah. 13 or the Mellow 12. You know what's so like interesting? Because, uh, so, you know, LeVar Ball and mm-hmm. they got these shoes where, and they're like, well, mm-hmm. you can't sell shoes because he hasn't proven himself as a basketball player on other bullshit. People don't buy shoes because you can hoop. Hell no. Because don't nobody buy the Mellows. Don't they nobody don't. buy Dwayne Wade shoes. Mm-mm. Don't nobody buy... Derrick um, Rose shoes for real. Uh, Fear the Beard, um, James Harden shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah, he do got some shoes. Don't nobody buy them shits because no. you, you are great. Don't nobody buy Damian Lillard shoes. Like, them shits is trash. You and know y'all good players. Whose shoes I actually like, and I keep saying I'm going to get a pair, but I just haven't done so yet. I really like PG shoes. Yeah, they straight. I like how they look. Like, when I see them in person, too, they got, like, a little sleek little silhouette to them. Like, yeah. they look nice. But I like shit. I forgot to say Kevin Durant. I got Kevin Durant shoes. I fuck with Kevin Durant yeah. shit. But, yeah, that shit was crazy. I was like, damn, she couldn't. Okay, I guess. You know, to each his own. But she did I mean, good with the three. I mean, also in the battle of the sexes, we found out you own over 200 pairs of shoes. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of you a ringer for that one. You just mm-hmm. go through your closet and start naming Oh, my shit. goodness. I, I love how all, what was it, two people they brought up? Two or three? To it guess, three, yeah, three. it was three. All three of them thought that I was the one that had got proposed to, or something. They thought I was. What was yours? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. So the one truth was I never had a threesome. Uh, another truth was I never had an abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, I think the and the lie was. Damn, it was, was something was about four threesomes or some shit. Yeah, like I, think that. I, three, I think I think I said um, yeah, exactly. I had three I had three threesomes or some shit, which yeah. was a lie. I've never had an abortion, which was the truth, and a woman did get on her knee and propose to me. That wow. was that, and everybody <laughs> thought that was me. I was like, uh, okay, and it was so funny because they were so confident, and I heard them. She talking. worded it different because that's not how I worded it. When I, I yeah. said a woman got on her knee and proposed <laughs> to me, she said um, was proposed to and didn't accept. Like that could have went to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah! Wow. So you out here getting uh getting Jim Jones? So how did that happen? That's what. Yes, story? please. Story We're time here. with yeah. Jay. <laughs> oh, so, um, I was at work. I was at work in at Sears at the time. So this one particular person, she would come to my job and surprise me with shit all the time. Aww. Well, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one time she came up into my job and surprised me with a tattoo of my name on her. <gasps> wow. Um, and I was like. 
thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know. Uh, Wait, so. not to cut you off real quick. Were y'all together or was this just like some? No, we were together. Okay. 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 How long had y'all been together before she did that? Uh, mm, I don't know, two years or so. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, this was like, we was out of high school, but this was like my high school girlfriend. So oh, we yeah. ultimately were together history. for some mm-hmm. for some time. But like during the time, I was like, this, <laughs> like this don't mean I'm next. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, damn, yeah, she did um, come up there uh, and got, got, gave me a ring <laughs> and got on it. And I'm like, okay, at work. Yeah. Oh wow. And what you what did you do? When she got down on her knees. I said, yeah. Oh, you did? I was 19 or some shit. Like, you uh, know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we not. Like, we is not about to get married. Right. But, I mean, when you like 19, you think anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, I got the ring size to fit on my pinky. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's disrespectful. Well, now, it, I mean, afterwards, <laughs> like, nigga, we was. Got a fucking pinky we probably ring. Broke, we probably broke up the next day. Like, we broke up like 90 million times. Yeah, like, one of it those was situations. Yeah. Situation. Mm-hmm. But she would do shit like that all the time. She came up and sh- she had bought this, um. Just wouldn't hire a watch, this gold mm-hmm. watch. And I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, like you work in the mall too. Like you can't like yeah, take this that shit ain't, back. Yeah. Like it was a cold ass <laughs> watch. I'm like, but take this shit back. Though. Right. Like I can't Aww. I'm not accepting that from you. Yeah. I appreciate the gesture, but go take this shit back. Yeah. Shit costs too much. Yeah. You know That's you know, people be feeling like they have to like buy your love or have something to prove. And it's like yeah. those don't even I don't want nothing mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. If I buy you a gift, I'm not expecting you to give me no shit in return. You know how rare just, you are for saying that? Yeah, because mm-hmm. niggas don't care. They feel like, no. oh, shit, you got it for me. <laughs> I mean, I know you can't afford it, but I don't give a I fuck. think that roles are reversing now with men and women, that there are so many men out here now that are looking to women for financial assistance, and it is insane. It's a double-edged sword. Cause you, so if you fight for equality and we want to be treated equal, somebody's going to treat you equal. Now, not everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's a slippery slope, because I mean, mm-hmm. certain things you— you just know it's wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Damn. But if I you do fight, up, I just missed something. Uh, if you do <laughs> fight for a call, what you what? <laughs> when you said that's a slippery slope, I should have said that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all always say with the yeah. that's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. But it is like so when you when you like no, I can do anything you can do. Like so if you're gonna play the even playing field, like mm-hmm. at some point somebody gonna believe you and play. All right, fuck it, it's gonna be even then. Yeah, I mean. That's fine and all, but to use people, I think on either side, it's That's just not, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. For me, I mean, for my parents, I just had a, a certain example of how things should go and how, and I just modeled my life after theirs. Mm-hmm. So That's I know cool. how my parents did. Uh, they married for 43 years. You Shout know what out to them. Wow, so, yeah. Black love. So I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. So, I mean, that was a conversation last night where yeah. um, should the woman take the man out or. Yes, that's another thing. <laughs> man, and that guy that kept coming up there. Oh, God. I wish I knew his name and info because I would love to bring him and his wife up. <laughs> they were so interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that I've, I've been in relationships where. And this kind of touches back on that whole tweet that I made that everybody went crazy about. Like, I've had situations where I have absolutely taken a man out and treated him, you know, when I felt the need to. And there's other niggas that could tell you, like, Cheyenne did what? Like, hell no, she, no, because you didn't deserve. Like, it all just depends. It's situational. Like, you cannot give everybody the same energy. Mm-hmm. 100%. I swear, I'm probably like Frankie Lyman out here. Like, people <laughs> who was with me were like... Mm-hmm. You different people with different people. That mm-hmm. is so true. Different people bring different things out of you. Good and um, bad. And like, 
Yes, it is a, a it's a good gesture if a woman you know reaches for the bill or she wants to do something for you. However, when I'm out with uh, somebody I'm courting or I, who I like, mm-hmm. I I just want to I just want to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because I think you less than or whatever. It just I don't know. It's just force of habit tradition. I just like let me I'll take care of that. And so like, I got a question. Uh, me and the guy that I've most recently been dating. He's extremely traditional, where mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, so, because of the way he was raised, too, and I was raised in a pretty traditional household as well, he expects women to, you know, cook, clean, do all those things. Me, I tell no, everybody, no, I'm, not, I'm not the cooking type. Like, I just don't cook. I'll clean. I'll do all that because, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. Right. So, um, I'll clean. I'll do all those things. But because I don't do certain things like cook, I have no issue paying for dinner or even paying for groceries or things like that. And he gets irritated by that. So let me ask. Um, not cooking, that mean you won't do it in the future? Like, I, I'm this is something that will never interest me. I would be willing to learn, but it's not, I don't see myself just being in a kitchen. Like, I'm not super you domestic. You see it like as a, like almost like a negative or like it's not a negative i think that some women are good at it and i think that in a lot of households women are raised to be more domestic women are raised to be mothers they're raised to take care of a family where although i come from a family of women that are extremely domestic Mm -hmm. when we were raised we weren't raised to be that way we were raised to go to school get a career do that not necessarily be mothers even though we had great examples of mothers we weren't necessarily raised to be a mom or to be a wife we were raised to go out get your education get a job and do that so becoming an adult now and being in adult relationships you know that is something that men look for is someone that's a little more domesticated where I'm not so in my mind I try to make up for it in other ways and that can be irritating to a man and make a man feel like I may be stepping on his toes and kind of taking over what his role is so it makes things a little difficult you know, when we did the, the, the those five qualities or what have you, yeah. one that's like an honorable mention for me is that, and it's not mandatory, but it does make things work better. If we both grew up having the same type of background and the same type of culture and morals and values or whatever. So if, I, if I'm if i used to a family structure this way and you never had that, I'm not saying it can't work, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's a, a, a clash in dynamics there where if the man was typically out and working with his hands doing all the other stuff and I, if you don't cook or whatever like I was in a relationship with a woman who never cooked right oh. I mean she would bring her own food and stuff like that but mm-hmm. like at some point like ain't nobody trying to eat out every day I make tacos <laughs> what you mean you know what I'm saying he ain't trying to eat out every day <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like yeah. ain't nobody trying to like yeah. I'm not saying that every day you gotta come home and get in the kitchen or something like I want you to and not not even if it's cooking for me. I want you to cook you something to eat. Yeah, like you don't need to go out and buy food like every day. Mm-hmm. Like why don't you cook you something to eat? Because it was like, well, I ain't about to be. Co- That's not it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I can cook what I can cook. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I, I can read directions. I don't. First of all, I think I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so if you give me a recipe, like how yeah. the fuck can I not follow these directions and make this right. meal? Like yeah. I just think that. So yeah, um, but it's like that's not my role so to speak but yeah. I would do it you know when I'm living by myself I live by myself and I'm like I eat 
I cook yeah. food every night because yeah, who wants? I don't want to go spend money every night at such and such. Mm-hmm. But like when you got when you guys have the uh, same family structure and values, like, I think it just helps. And does it's not mandatory, yeah. But I think it, it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I don't know. Like in my last my last relationship, my ex boyfriend, he cooked damn near like. I probably I think I only cooked for him like one time in our whole relationship because that's just that's what he do like yeah. and he loved that and then he used to always cook and he was a damn good cook too so I was like shit I ain't gonna turn it down but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but then no I take that back I cooked twice for him because I cooked once on Sweetie's Day for him Aww. and then I cooked again like it was a random day I was craving some damn lasagna and I was like I'm gonna make some lasagna and I fixed them some but um yeah like I I feel like. I would love if my future husband or whatever, like if he wanted to take on that responsibility, like I'd be the person to cook. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like I'm not going to shit. I'm not going to turn it down. But right. understand that, you know, me as a woman and feeling like, I, you know, I'm the wife. Like I should, you know, do that every now and then. Like we can do it 50 50 or like just whoever. Yeah. Share like just, it's because essentially a relationship is a partnership. Mm-hmm. So like let's just work together. Whatever works best for us, let's just let it be that. Because Absolutely. you know, like you said, everything isn't the same. Like what works for you and your relationship, yours may not work for mine. So, you know, mm-hmm. if I feel like I wanna cook, you know, I'm gonna come home today, let them know like baby, you know, I Man. got it, I'm gonna cook tonight. But cooking you know, together? Now that's yeah. some that's some intimate shit. Yeah. That's a different Sometimes level. you don't get to the meal. <laughs> or, or you get to you a different meal. meal. <laughs> right. You get to a different you meal. But like cooking meal. together, mm-hmm. like that's some, you know. Yes, absolutely. I made some tacos. I made them tacos. You made some tacos? I made them tacos. Listen, I can eat tacos <laughs> Shrimp and every turkey night of my tacos. life. And I, I would not God. care. <laughs> Look, tacos are my favorite thing. Mexican, when I leave here, I'm going to get some damn tacos. Like, tacos are my favorite thing. I wouldn't care if a dude felt like, oh, I can't really cook, but I want to cook for you, nigga. You yeah, can. I fuck around, have whatever. a taco bar my wit, and just because I like You think I wouldn't? Listen, you think I wouldn't? My uh, cousin just graduated uh, early this year, and for his graduation party, we did a taco bar. And the thing was, we were like, kind of like, on the edge about it Because you know That shit can get messy You know people trying to Make the shit they own But the way we had it set up It was like flawless I was like This is the best shit We could have ever done my nephew Yeah man Oh my god It was so My amazing. cousin wedding That I officiated Because <laughs> I, I do marry people Oh awesome um, you, gonna re- you gotta marry me one day Yeah Uh <laughs> They had a morning wedding because it was on uh, Sweetest Day. They got oh. married on Sweetest Day, so the, the wedding it was like at at eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had breakfast. So they Ooh, had like chicken brunch. and waffles and that's it, cool. It, that's dope. It was yeah. so on point. It my, was yes. so on point because like at the yeah. rest, it was breakfast food. Have a little omelet station somebody over there making the yep, omelet. Yep. It was on point. That sounds. It wasn't bomb. traditional, but like mm. who the fuck care about tradition? I'm trying right. to have fun. Hell yeah. We played Family Feud. It was a that's, bat, oh, that sounds like it was a Batman themed wedding. Yeah, see <laughs> that sounds hype. My uh, cousin earlier this year, no, not this year. It was a couple of, a year last year. They um for their baby shower, it was a brunch theme, and that was pretty cool. So like you said, with like the chicken and waffles, the mimosas, like the mm. different shit. Because you know, typically black people had like that standard spaghetti, spaghetti, uh, chicken. chicken, green beans. Like we had that scent, the meatballs. That's like the typical black meal menu. So like I love to go to some something where it's like a little bit different. Like you going in, it's like wow, I didn't. 
expect this because like you said like i want my wedding to be different i always and i probably shouldn't even put this out there because somebody probably gonna try to take my idea but i ain't in no relationship so this shit ain't gonna happen for me no time so anyway but i want to get married on new year's eve whenever i get married because i want to have like an evening wedding where essentially like our reception can be like a New Year's Eve party too. Mm-hmm. And then we have like, you know, the countdown and all of that That's shit. That's pretty dope. And then, you know, it's also, it's a better environment because people typically don't like to go out to bars, but they still want to have a good time mm-hmm. for New Year's Eve. So like if it's a reception and they shit with family, your loved ones, everybody around having a good time, like that shit, I think that would be dope as fuck. And then like... This on some anniversary shit, right? Like you yeah. bring it in the new year, which you celebrate yeah, this new, new year, year with your love. Yes, like, that's exactly. Just some dope shit. That's exactly I why I want to do it. I actually got into a relationship on New Year's Eve before. Wow, by mistake. <laughs> like, well, it wasn't by how mistake. You, I was about to say, how the hell you get it into a relationship on, by mistake? It was on purpose, but I wasn't thinking so like so after we got mm-hmm. together then like every year after that was technically mm-hmm. our anniversary so i really yeah. couldn't hang out on new year's eve with the fellas because like yeah. nigga this is your mm-hmm. anniversary now like, exactly so yeah. it was a double-edged sword but yes but every year on that day we was mm-hmm. together and it kind of brung in yeah i think that was dope i think that would be dope like because um you know like i said you know new year celebrating the beginning of a new year new year of love new year together like i feel like that would be a cool anniversary to have and so i also ended my last relationship on january 1st so. <laughs> what in the world shit you should have did it on december 31st why yeah. bring what, it not the, not the same person but uh, well i mean like yeah. like if you know should have did it start off the new year i wasn't year planning on doing it on january 1st it just happened that way i tried to avoid it I tried to like push it out a couple of days <laughs> but the conversation happened like january 1st so, yeah Damn. So, uh, (laughs) I started and ended on the same day. Oh, that's a rough day for you. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just always wanted to have to get married on New Year's Eve. Like, I feel like that's just a really dope ass day, and just to celebrate that. And too, you know, like you said, every year it's a party. It's our we celebrate New Year's Eve, and we celebrate, you know, our anniversary. And then too, because I feel like. Whoever I end up marrying is going to have to be somewhat like me in some type of way. Like how me and my ex were. Like we always used to talk about if we were to get married, we was going to have a co-ed like bachelor and bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. Like Because we used to get along that well and like our friends and the type of shit that we were in. I was like, it would make sense for us to have our shit together. Like it wouldn't be no crazy shit. Like why are you like Guess we was just cool. Even mm-hmm. if, you, if you got married on New Year's Eve, everybody got the day off. And, right or get, at least even the, the next up. day. Yeah, everybody got the day and the day off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you ain't working tomorrow though. Right, like you ain't working tomorrow. Like we can go as hard as we want to. You ain't got to worry about shit. I'm not asking you to do anything else. Like you ain't got to make no adjustments out of your schedule. Mm-hmm. I know you got New Year's Day off. Where the fuck? Where are you working that you got to work? Unless you signed up to do it, or you know my old our old job. Yeah. I was that person always signed up. Like yeah, let me get that nine. <laughs> that nine hour shit for that day but I, I'm talking about I think I got work January 1st myself oh, oh, damn. we not even open I was so happy when I got this job a few years ago I was like we not open those days I was like I'm so used to working mm-hmm. on those days so especially when we were in retail oh they don't give a damn about nothing the nope. only days in retail that we were closed was Christmas Day and Easter Mm-hmm. That's it. You working every that shit was open every day. Yep. What was the most outlandish comment from Battle of the Sexes last night? 
I don't know. It may have been when they were talking about eating ass. I was just about to say that. Like that, I feel like that conversation got pretty. Uh, it was pretty divided, though. <laughs> like it was, it was surprisingly divided. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be because when they were like, "Well, do you feel like if a man wants his ass ate, he's gay?" I just knew it was gonna be like, "Hell yeah, he was gay." It was so many people that was like, "No, no." no. I was like, "Wow, this wasn't." The and it was a lot of guys saying no. Yeah, so I was, so I was looking. That. I'm like, yeah. so a lot of See, y'all, uh, that's the ass eating. I section forget. Uh, somebody <laughs> went around. Maybe it was Aunt went around. Was asking that question, and then a lot of women said no. Well, she said they said yes, mm-hmm. but I was like, I think y'all saying yes because if you don't say yes, that means you're open to do it, and now you don't want to be the one who eating it. Yeah, like so it was kind of yeah. like once that when the microphone was directly <laughs> in your face and no, went around, no, no, mm-hmm. no. And they were like, uh, yes, it's gay. Yeah, now it's gonna look like I eat. Yeah, because if if the, if a, if a woman say like, no, that's not gay, it's gonna be like, oh, so you're okay with it? That means that you would eat somebody's ass. Yeah, like, so that opens I, up yeah. something else, and everybody was like, yeah, I'm a, this is the same answer for me. Yeah, people I need to be mm. stop being scared of what other people think. That's True another that. issue. Whatever you like, you like. Yeah. See, and my, whatever you um, don't like, you like. That's, that's exactly. on you. You yeah. are entitled to that, just like the next person. But when it comes to like eating ass, like for a man, okay. First of all, I would just go ahead and say, like, I'm the complete, absolute, no ass eating advocate. Like, I don't want my ass ate. I don't. I, I don't like bang, getting. Bang, bang. <laughs> I don't like getting my ass ate. So I can't even imagine if a dude had the balls to ask me to do it like absolutely not like i let a guy know like uh i understand like you know that might be your thing but you don't have to like you yeah. don't don't feel like you have to do that to impress me because right, i really right. don't I, that's not my preference but when it i'm kind of on the fence when it comes to like this whole male ass eating topic because one i don't feel like it's gay because technically a man's g-spot is in his ass but at the same time it's like uh, what are you doing that you're gonna try to figure it? You know, like discover that feeling. Like, what, like I can't miss uh, it. If I never felt it. I, I uh. mean, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, that's where your G spot is at, and it's like, you know, a nigga gonna be like, oh, that's where the G spot is. Like, I wanna, you know, like see, imagine I'm total opposite. Like, see, I don't. I have absolutely no interest. Like, I would never, ever, ever eat a guy's ass or do anything with his ass. Period. So it's like, oh, if that's where your G spot at. I don't know how you gonna discover what that <laughs> feel like, but you know, <laughs> shit, <laughs> you gonna whatever you gonna put in there, it ain't gonna come for me. That's, I don't know. I've had a pretty adventurous sex life. Like I said, I pretty much try almost anything once but i Mm. did date a guy (laughs) what was this about a year ago or so Mm. he liked pegging if you know what that is what's that pegging is when a guy likes to be fucked with a strap on yeah that's gay to me see this is where my head is at with that i think that a guy would be gay by definition if he likes fucking men so I think that anything with a woman, even if it is that but that's a male, it's a male, but that's a male body part though. It doesn't like necessarily penis. have to actually be shaped like a penis. It could just be. He just liked to have something shoved up his ass. Yeah. I guess, see, that goes back to where I say I'm on the fence about it because, I mean, that's where the G-spot at. And if you're trying to reach that ultimate orgasm and climax, then... I don't know how you gonna get it, but it's just I don't I don't want to go nowhere near a man's ass, and I just pray whoever I marry, like <laughs> husband, if you listen to baby, wedding night, listen. he gonna be like so bae. like so you know new. he gonna come in there to burn man hand rub. <laughs> <laughs> Want to try something boom. different, man? <laughs> right, all right, boom. So look, this is what I want to do. Like, mm-mm. we Wait got on. a we got a um, 
consummate this union <laughs> with the connection of your you my tug. Oh, oh my god, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm like, off of it. I'm, I don't. I'm. I'm. Not, I don't want to do it. I don't want it done to me. Um, yeah, I don't either. Uh, if if the person I'm with was like nigga, this a deal breaker. Never say never, but until until that comes, I'm straight. If a person says it's a deal breaker, then something's wrong with them. Like if you won't let me eat your ass, and I don't want. No, I'm saying it's like, oh, you gonna eat my ass? Or we oh, gonna that together. way, yeah. yeah, no. One, I don't like ultimatum, so I might be like, who the fuck you think you talking yeah. to? Yeah, um, but it's not that deep. I feel like everything yeah. that I want to try sexually, I have, except for one thing. That's it. Are you willing to tell? I keep saying. <laughs> I want to have an all-female threesome. You haven't done that. Nope. Surprisingly, I have not. It seemed like that wouldn't shouldn't be, that wouldn't be too difficult for you to have. No, I mean, it's, it, but it's just a matter. Like I've had like the opportunities to do it, but it's just like when I do it because this is like one of my ultimate fantasies. Like it got to be like the tool. Yeah. Like I got to be proud. Like I might get us on a picture. Like we might be framed. Like this shit gotta be spectacular. It'd be like Rico watching it in the club. And shit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, y'all see that shit. Like look at that man. <laughs> but like whenever I do it, like it just gotta be like the right and even though it's probably not gonna happen like all oh, picture perfect, it might be on some drunk ass night. <laughs> Me and two females be like, Oh shit, that was wild. You and an Uber driver and shit, wasn't right? Like, you in Uber right, fine ass Uber driver. And like, listen, what you about to do? You, have, you get in the Uber pool and y'all niggas have a lit ass conversation. Like, what y'all about to do? Right, like, like oh, fuck around and be funny. scrolling through your camera roll. Like, girl, what was that? Go back to that. What you, about, what you about to do? I don't know if there's anything that I want to do that I haven't done. I don't know. I think I've had a pretty lit ass sex life. If not anything, I've had that. Hmm. Mm-mm. What about you, Jay? You got anything <laughs> that you that you ain't DMA? I've never had a threesome. <laughs> what? Mm. I mean, I guess technically I could have, but like I don't. So I'm very picky about my roster, my resume. It, I like my resume. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you. And um. I just can't throw anybody on the resume. That's true. And, uh, and then I don't be trusting bitches because hoes be nasty. Yeah, um, they don't. Mm-hmm. And I got a clean bill of health I want to keep. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to get here from two women at the same time. So that needs to happen. Hmm. No comment. <laughs> that, never mind. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know that's it's you know that I think that's gonna happen for you. Jay. I think you I think you got the juice. Ju Ice. Uh, yeah, I think Ju Ice can pull it off. I think you can do it. I, I'm sure. I see that in your future. How old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I, I can see that happening for you. You didn't get that done in college, like. Um no, you know what I no I didn't. See, I was in the I was in the, I was in like a couple long term relationships like back to back. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'm a pretty faithful guy. Um, what? You, you're a unicorn, right? And uh, Aunt said that he said he's never cheated on any of his girlfriends. What? I wish he was here to speak to that. I've talked with Aunt like off record, and he's he's te- from what he's told me, he's telling the truth. Mm. So. Unless he lying to me too, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? When he said it, I was like, "You've never." He was. Like, we had that conversation before. He was like, "He he had a long distance joint." Yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. I won't get into his shit, but yeah, yeah, he said he hasn't. So, then wow. you guys are fucking unicorns. Well, I, I think I just <laughs> right. think that um, 
there's a perception that men have and there's a perception that men try to have um, that sometimes it just don't be real. Like women mm-hmm. think that your man had sex with more people than he really did. Yep. Um, you think every girl that your, the man ever talked to, he didn't have sex with or currently having sex with. Sometimes it just don't be like that. It's like in my, it's easier for a woman to have sex than it is for a man to have sex. You know, like what? you can walk out this house right now and go find a man who will have sex with you. That is I true. can't walk out this house and be one hundred percent sure I'm gonna have sex with a woman. That's mm-hmm. valid. Like, yeah, it's I just a lot easier I don't for women. With that. It isn't. It, yeah. And the reason I'm gonna break down this stereotype, right? right so go for it. when they say, well, "Why is a man celebrated when having all these sexual partners and blah blah blah, and the women do it?" She's a whore, blah, blah, blah. One, because it's easier. And two, because men can't just go out there and have sex with however many people they want. The average man. Mm -hmm. Because there are some people who are just gifted with personality, looks, and everything. But the average man cannot just go and have sex with a bunch of these women. So to the people looking at the man who's doing it, it's like, this nigga didn't. He didn't crack the code. Like, yeah. he give admiration because he's doing some shit that you can't do. Mm-hmm. Right. But everybody acts like they're the they guy can. who had all these women, yeah. had all these different things. So that's why I think that the quote-unquote man is celebrated for all these sexual conquests because it's a hard task. It is. It is absolutely hard. If And if they're, like, attractive women. Mm-hmm. Like, people that you can say, like, I would want to be with this woman. And he was with her. And he was with this one. And he was with that one. Like, how did he do it? Like, what's going on? Like, Nick Cannon, like, what the fuck does he have in his pants? Because his track worker with women is fucking impeccable. Maybe it's like his bank his, account. It got, it's something. <laughs> it's something because so he. So, listen. <laughs> he's a cornball. Women love corny niggas. 100%. Because sometimes they come yeah. Women love corny niggas. <laughs> niggas love like that. Women love to be laughed, to be entertained, be able to have a conversation with somebody. This is true. You can get into a woman quicker with laughs than you can with money, because mm-hmm. it be some broke niggas who got a hell of a mouthpiece. Both ways, <laughs> who can get yeah. with a particular woman who ain't never spent. I mean, there's people that I've been with. I've never spent a dollar on. And not because that was the goal, but like we was mm-hmm. just on some chill shit. And you came up, blah, blah, blah. And then there's some people that people spend thousands of dollars on and ain't never did nothing with. Yeah. So you let a nigga who you ain't never took you out do something with you. And it's another nigga who paying you flights and all this shit and you ain't never did nothing with. So mm-hmm. it true. ain't always about the money. Yeah, that's true. But I was just wondering because I'm like, it's got it's something because he every woman that he has been attached to in the industry is just like it ain't he got no. Mariah Carey, man. Right. I'm like, you had <laughs> you were able to bag her. Somehow you got her when pregnant did, with twins, married her. When did. So we had this debate last week. When did the Nick Cannon is corny shit start right. happening? I feel I like think after uh, that movie. um can't buy love or what or was it that called? Love don't cost love a thing. Love don't cost a thing. Yeah. And then I think too that kind of kind of did add to it because I feel like we kind of had already felt like Nick Cannon couldn't be taken serious, like he was a joke or a cornball. Corn and then for him to put out a movie like that is like that's probably how you Who really is a nigga. Christina Milian. Oh yeah, I do that. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that movie. And then too, but I feel like his. I feel like him coming from the background that he had, like you're a kid actor and then you try you growing up and then it was like for him to try to become a music artist, it was like Have you mm. ever listened to any interviews with uh with uh, Nick Cannon? I like Nick Cannon, he's a pretty deep dude. Um and he's always been uh independent. Mm-hmm. So he put so many people on, he is definitely about his money, and he be on some black power shit. Yeah, Not just like on some quote unquote nigga shit, but like yeah. on some strategic things. He and he's always done his own thing. He's always mm-hmm. been an independent person. 
He has bad bagged some of the baddest in the industry. And he he helps out a lot of people, whatever. And like we give him this corny tag because all right, fine, you corny. I think the corny tag came in when he when he got with Mariah. And like a week later, he had her name tatted on his back. Oh my god! I thought that shit was like wow. And, and then, then he started rapping against Eminem when yeah. Eminem was saying like, I think that's what ruined it for Nick Cannon. Yeah, that because it was like why wow, don't even do that. But yeah, that big ass tattoo he got of Mariah and they I don't think they had been together really that long. Like they got mm-hmm. married like after like a week or something. Yeah. yeah, and that shit was big. It was like a jersey, All big over. ass like. And I was like that shit kind of wow. And yeah. then we start I, I start looking at him in different light like, wow. Why would you? Why you got Mariah across your back? Why yeah. you do that, man? <laughs> <laughs> like that was just that was absolutely. And then then she she got like his initials or something. It was something small as hell man, that she crazy. ended up getting. But yeah, that um something I was listening to or something uh, that I had a uh, I can't remember what it. Maybe it was when I was talking to y'all or something. I can't remember, but was talking about like that she's crazy as hell like literally mm-hmm. yeah like she's crazy as hell and like um she didn't when you just talking about like an interview or something she is crazy like yeah. she she be high in interviews she don't do anything her you know her and eminem had a little thing yeah and that's how him and him start beefing because eminem was saying like this bitch is crazy mm-hmm. like on different tracks she she's very crazy you could tell like because even like she just looked like she's just so like it's certain celebrities that i feel like would just be absolutely fucking annoying to date mariah carey is one and Nicki minaj is two she mm-hmm. looks like the most mariah annoying carey is an enigma though she's because, too much of a diva but yeah. still she would come through the hood with cam and them in harlem and smoke who mariah yeah wow. well, she was cool with odb she was cool with cam like they would be in the hood like Mm-hmm. Getting high with Mariah Carey, so it's like it's that like which one is you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think yeah. she may have some barbiturate issue or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she just seemed like she just so like just high maintenance as fuck in a relationship. Like she mm-hmm. just uh, you go do that. Sparkling I don't want to water only. Yeah, don't the tap water. Yes, that's Blast. how I feel like she like you need to run my bath water. Like I only want uh, champagne baths. Right, I want <laughs> Voss water in my bath. Yeah. Like what the fuck? some Perrier for my bath. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel like she act. Like I she suck just my feet in Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we could completely be like misjudging her, but just for from sure. the outside looking in. Her and Nicki Minaj, like Nicki Minaj just seemed like one of them bitches that be, who was that under your picture the other day? Like, I seen you went back and like two of her pictures. Like, girl, shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. Like, she seemed like one of those. Like, she Super just. Super clingy. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, like one of them annoying ass girlfriends, like with the guy in high school. And it's like, they been together for a long time. And it's like, Safari. oh, you know, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Safari's dope as fuck. I think he's underrated. I mean, not. I'm his pretty sure. Like, I think say, they got a dope ass personality. Like, he probably got tired. Like, nigga, I don't work for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not about to have this happen. I'm not about to be carrying your bags and shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's one thing you can be the superstar and I can be content with you doing that, but you're not going to. Treat me like you the superstar and I'm the other nigga. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like he a part he of her staff. <laughs> yeah, basically. And it's just funny, though, like when you hear like her rhymes and her music now versus when she was with him, he absolutely was writing all of that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every time I see a different interview where like, you know, they got him busting into a freestyle, I just be closing my eyes and picturing the shit coming out Nikki. Yeah. I'm like, wow. It would this sound better like come out of her mouth, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot I can of tell. Shit. That he depend behind it. Some people oh, yeah. can write and just can't be the performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she got a better delivery. Her voice sound different. I mean, it's all about vibrations. How do you give an artist credibility for that? Like, if you know there's somebody else that's behind the pen, and it's mm-hmm. like, you're just the face, because I don't want to be that face, so I know if I put you as my face, you're going to absolutely sell this shit, period. Like, how do you get an artist credibility for that? And I feel like you kind of had this conversation a long time ago, I think, when we were talking about Drake and shit, like you and Dame. But, like, I think about that shit all the time. Like, okay, a lot, like, what if our favorite artist or like the person that we just feel like is absolutely like the shit has a dope like just has a ghostwriter and they don't write any of this Trina and did we, I'm about yeah, to hurt your feelings for I'm about to hurt your feelings Shay I just found this out last night and it kind of hurt my feelings okay. uh, Jay Z wrote a mace verse what you know about Which, going out red legs hit TVs yes I heard that. that too and I was like what yeah and he, and then that's you know, then he Jay put it on the Billionaires Board Club on mm-hmm. what you call it. I thought he was just like paying like homage or some shit like that, but they didn't yeah. even get along. But um, the line when he was like, "I probably get more money off your album than you," he was mm-hmm. talking to Mace, mm-hmm. um, and that shit kind of threw me for a loop because wow. all the shit that Mace been talking about how he's. I was like, really? And then the crazy thing is, is like when you go back and really listen to "Feel So Good" in that first verse. I can hear Jay-Z rapping that shit. Like, back in, like, the 90s and shit like that, that sound like some Jay-Z type shit, like you said. I was I, I just heard that shit for the first time last night. I had a long-ass conversation with that about Dude. that shit last night. I was like, what? I I, I kind of want to spend some time and, like, go look up all that shit, yeah. but I kind of don't want to get my I mean, feelings hurt because I know mm-hmm. it's probably some shit that I was oh, like, I shit. wish I didn't know that. Jay wrote uh, Steel D.R.E. for Dr. Dre. When I heard that shit, I was like, like how somebody like, wrote how you- the Steel Dre song? <laughs> Like Dre, you couldn't even do that yourself. Like, um, mm. it's a couple of things that uh, Jay wrote like different hooks and shit for Snoop. Snoop got writers now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do think like once you've been in the, so listen, it's unpopular. Mm. Like Snoop first album was immaculate. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. He's never made anything that sounds anything like that. Like every I album after that has that. sound differently. I just posed the question: Did Snoop write his first album? Because you know DLC was writing a lot of shit. After he fucked his voice up, he couldn't yeah. rap. I'm like, and I don't know this to be true, but I just posed a question. Like, what if Snoop didn't write his first album? Because he's never rapped like that again. Nothing that sounded like that. Now, don't, no, don't, don't come after me. I'm not saying that happened. That was just a question I yeah. had. So, people on the internet just don't. Yeah, I mean, hey, but that's a valid question, though, like you said. Because if you have, like, your first introductory body of work is just that, just perfect, and then you never have anything even close to it after that, when, you have to raise the question, like, where, mm-hmm. how did that, how it go from this to that? Just like we were talking about Nicki Minaj, like, you had, like, your mixtapes and the shit, you know, when she was with Gucci and all of Itty that shit. Piggy was the Itty Bitty Piggy was the shit. Thing, the, shit, you mm-hmm. know, the only thing I can sort of like give a pass to. So if I got like a rapper who is just good at bars and just like spitting and you're not the type of person that's ever going to have like a crossover hit or success. If the label bring in somebody else to write a quote unquote radio song for you because we got to sell this album at the end of the day. Yeah. And then they assist you on your fucking radio single. But the, the actual the rest of the songs on the album where you. In your craft And you mm-hmm. a fucking battery Whatever you do Like I can almost Give you a pass for that Because like This was some business shit But yeah. I do this This is what You I can, you can give me somebody here To write this candy shit Because I'm not about that mm-hmm. I want to spit these bars And I want to yeah. get off that I can kind of get that shit a pass You know what I'm saying But Yeah I mean that makes sense too But it's like Like you said When you go from The complete just That To this 
And it's like it's no like And I don't want I will get some assistance, but I don't want you to write the song, record it, and I just remember it, I mean memorize it and repeat mm-hmm. it. Cause that's what Drake did. Like we heard the fucking reference tracks mm-hmm. from these songs. Like this nigga didn't write none of it, the hook, the bars, and the, like that shit just that's bad. I got yeah. a question for y'all. Cause Cardi B is really hot right now. Bodak yeah. Yellow is the shit. Now, I don't know if you listened to some of her other songs before the Bodak Yellow came out, but do you think that she'll be able to sustain in the industry? I don't know. I feel like this is, uh, she kind of going, she's doing just like Designer was. When Panda first came out, you cannot turn on shit and not hear Panda. Like, mm-hmm. Panda was everywhere, and it was everywhere for a long time. Just mm-hmm. like Bodak Yellow has been everywhere for a long damn time. And then it was like he followed up with the Timmy Turner or whatever that shit was called, and it was like you didn't really hear about it, but it was like you knew the song was there, but nobody gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. And now you don't even hear Designer really in conversation no more. But, I mean, I really, I don't know if I can really compare the two artists because... Cardi B seems like she has more so of an it factor where she has that potential versus those uh, be designer. The ones I, those be ones I worried about. Yeah. Because you got the it factor. You came out too strong and then you might. Well, like you got the it. people attention, but people attention is so finicky. Mm-hmm. So if your success is not rooted in talent, once the light ain't on you no more, the light will get you the attention, but you got to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So the. um no Limit record is cold. I mean, it's, it's good. Fucked, That's kind of yeah. keeping yeah. her out afloat. But her next single that she released a snippet of and we've been performing it last week or so, like, if this shit ain't it, mm-hmm. y'all done made this song so fucking big and y'all done gave her so... Y'all done nominated for a Grammy. Y'all done jumped out the window so much. Y'all done set the expectations so too high, high that... Too high. Like, she's never gonna... Uh, if you banking on your personality, the internet is finicky. Mm-hmm. Nigga, one week Meek Mill had the, the the top record in the country, and the next week he beefing with Drake, and nobody liked him no more. Mm-hmm. It was literally seven days. Yes, that shit was crazy. It flipped. It, mm-hmm. They will hate, you, love you today, hate you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So Cardi it got the wave right now, but that shit's so finicky. You got to come with some shit. And whatever she come with, she need to come with it quick because how long? Like you can't hang on this buttock yet. Like I feel like after she hit the number one on the Billboard charts, right when that shit happened, she should have immediately had something right ready to drop mm-hmm. the next day. Like thank y'all so much for getting me to this point. All right, boom, here go she my next shit. It, like it should have been right there because right at that point you couldn't turn on no radio station, turn on TV, nothing without hearing like she's about to make history. She's mm-hmm. this and that, and that shit was still like the hottest song on the radio at the time because people were still. Like trying to get her radio plays To get that shit So Like right around that time Is when I feel like She should have like really I think that She thought that Coming out with motorsport Would be in a part of Motorsport That mm-hmm. that would have Helped her a little bit Pushed it a little bit longer Yeah Like she keeps she, her, her shit is out the oven and it's in the little it's on the light thing. Yeah, it was, it was keeping you warm. Yeah, but this shit getting cold. Yeah, and, and the this, chicken getting kind of crusty. So. <laughs> right, and also too is like you know, you doing all these dope ass features with everybody's shit, but again, that's just your features. Like where's your shit at? Yeah. Like she why you end up like up? Fetty Wap? Yes. Yes, because Fetty Wap was everywhere for a minute also, and now ain't nobody. Great run for a year. Huh? He had a great run for a year. He mm-hmm. did. He did. He was unstoppable, and now it's like, when he the only last known time? about being somebody's baby's daddy. Yep. yep. And that's, like you said, that's what, that's what it's going to be. Like, I hope she don't. That's what, um you know, I hope she don't have that same type of issue because she seems like, you know, she, um, 
had a great little run and then also too like it was so much build up because like I wasn't familiar with her from uh, Love and Hip Hop because I don't really watch that stuff anymore. But um, when she came out and I know everybody was like, I'm so proud of her seeing her growth and seeing this, this and that. And it's like, okay, well, y'all asked for this shit. She got exactly what she asked for. But it's like, okay, well, now what you going to do next? Like, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. But I really hope that it doesn't, this isn't the end for her because I don't think that, you know, it should be because she seems like she could be a very mark. She's a marketable person. Yeah, I mean she cool. Ain't nothing like it's not even her fault. But when y'all make the record bigger than a person, oh like yeah, that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. So I hope everything works out for her, man. Yes, absolutely. So, um, uh, just to close up this podcast, do you guys want to go ahead and shout out your um social media? Um, yes, Jay Johnson three one three Instagram, Twitter. Um, more importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram um, and Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Well, I'm only on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter, but follow me on Instagram. It's I love Coke and Dick. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> and y'all know me, Carmel Apple Shy. Um, my name on Twitter is Carmel Apple Shy, C H E Y. And then Apple does not have an E on Twitter. Also, follow uh, the podcast page on Twitter at Views from T Thick. I hate all these different damn names. I just want everybody's shit to be the same. And also, follow me on Instagram, Carmel Apple underscore Shy, C H E Y. And um, this week's feature artist i'm going to do perrier rosewood p-e-r-r-i-e-r and actually this is a very special day today is actually his birthday so happy Shout birthday out to, to you Shout out. perrier uh, rosewood with um one too many times uh y'all can follow his music um on soundcloud at Eero De Niro, e-u-r-o dash d-i-n-e-r-o again this is perrier Rosewood with one too many times. See y'all next time. Peace. From Detroit's yeah. West Side. Uh, one too many times. One too many times. You mix that henny with that wine. One too many times. You hit me up a fall through. I hit that any time. I did that one too many times. One too many times. Like one too many times. One too many times. You would tell me that you love me. That you know it's mine. You told me you would play a role. If I'm playing mine. I heard that one too many times. Yeah, too many times. Here we go, back and forth, always hit my line up Baby, bring the tremors, I been overdue for lineups Pulling your extensions, got you sold up and wind up Hold up, the time's up, I know you be lying, why you trying us? I don't wanna cut you, but I will, hold still Come around so they never miss a meal I got whole shooting shots getting targeted Get a will and leave your ass for a Carson These niggas only wanna moosh and run your bills up But they call it real